Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, hello everyone. Today we have a very special international guest all the way to us from South Africa. His name is Rob Yates. Rob and his friend Mark Hopkins are just a couple of busy working dads who have found a way to interact with their children through the great outdoors. And Rob is here to share with us some fun, safe, engaging activities that dads and their children can do together. Spending quality time, according to Rob, is learning new skills and building the relationship between dad and child. Without further ado, here's Rob Yates. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fiercely Parenting. Today, I have an international guest, Rob Yates, and I'm really excited because he's going to talk about dads and dads being interactive with kids and why that's so important. But enough from me, I'm handing the mic over to Rob. Rob, speak to us. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much, Stan, for having me on your podcast. It's a privilege. Oh man, this this is going to be great. And, and like I say, if you can't tell already, he he's he's not from the U.S. But let me tell you, what he has to talk about today, uh, you know, it's understandable in his country and my country too. Is that dads need to be involved with their kids? Yeah, that's a hundred percent. You know, Stan, dads get such a hard and guys get such a hard time in the press. Um, you know, there's. There's the, the the hierarchy that we're supposed to dominate, and there's this, and there's that, and there's everything else. And maybe there's truth, maybe there's not in it. But um, my business partner and I have just become fed up with being told what not to do the entire time, but then nobody can tell us what we should do. And we, we just got really, really fed up with this. And so we started thinking, well, okay, um, let's go Google it. Like in, in 2020, 2021, if you get stuck, you Google it, right? And you Google how to be a better dad. And all of this fluffy stuff, like be mindful and be present started coming up. And I'm thinking, you know, I've got a master's degree in social work and even I struggle with those words. And, and I spoke to my brothers who both work in the trades in the UK and they, they have no clue what those words mean. And we started talking to friends and we said, well, what, what is it you want? And, they, and dad's, dad's resoundingly said, we want to hang out with our kids more. We want to do cool stuff with our kids. But how? Like, what is it we need to go do? Um, and, and I guess that's where our journey started uh, middle of last year was how could we get dads to go and have enjoyable time with their kids, get them off the PlayStation, away from the TV, um, maybe not for days on end, but like half an hour or an hour, not long, um, and build that relationship. Yeah, we need to do that, brother. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, one, you watch the TV commercials, it, it, it frustrates me sometimes because I'm looking and say, okay, there's the dumb man again doing silly, stupid things. And uh, I think that both uh, mom and dad are critical uh, in the family, that children need their mother, but they also need 
a dad and too many times we have a lot of single mothers in the rural range of ministry that that I participate in uh you know I have a lot of single moms and dads not present and the only dose of manhood that they get is from us when they come in and we have opportunity to mentor their kids but all this to say Dads have an important place in the life of their children. 100%. And, you know, dadding has changed. When I was a boy in the 70s, my dad did what good dads did then. He worked five and a half days a week, 12, 14 hours a day. He put enough money and food on the table to cover the bills. And he had one day a week where he was exhausted. And we might see him for a couple of hours as kids if we were absolutely lucky. And then, and then it was Groundhog Day, press repeat again. You, you go back to the, the Second World War, um, and you go back before that, young boys in particular spent immense amounts of time with their dad. They actually went to work with their dad outside of school hours. They, um, they in the, the allotment or the sort of garden where the family grew vegetables, because all families, grew, or not most families, grew vegetables. The, 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 the young boy was actually working alongside his dad at the weekend. And actually... It, it wasn't like some hippie version of spending time with dad. It was real time. It was learning, mentoring, copying what dad does. Yeah. Um, and Give them an opportunity to speak into their child's lives and to pass on their life experiences to their child, which will pave the way for a child to avoid a lot of the, the hazards and hurdles that the parent had to overcome simply by taking the time to interact with their child and pass on life experiences. That's it, because we've almost got a parenting epidemic at the moment. And it's it's the outsourcing of parenting with a credit card. Yes. Um, and you, you've got to have a certain middle classness about you to do that. But like, if, if I look around middle class northern hemisphere, people outsource their kids to go to a trampoline park for a few hours to go bouncing do you know what I mean they swipe their credit card and then they sit the parent sits on their iPhone fiddling with their iPhone and um and and then those kids then pick up the values of the of the often poorer people who work in the trampoline park and and then we wonder when they hit teenage years parents say I don't know my kids and my, my first response is how much time have you actually spent with your kids because mm -hmm. If you don't know your kids and your kids don't have your family values and your church's values and so on and so forth, probably means the kid hasn't been that present in the family and in the church for that first 10, 12, 13 years of life. Um, and so maybe it shouldn't be a surprise when kids don't have our values if we've not, not involved them in the family. Well, if you haven't poured your values into them, uh, you know, it's nice to say, hey, be present. but you need to actively, and I, I call this the home game, your household where you're the chief role model, you need to bring their friends in and get to know them and let them play at your house, let them do things at their house. So you not only interact with the, your child, but you interact with their friends. And then you have to interact with the school, know what's going on there. If you have them in programs, like the Royal Ranger Ministry, you, you need to talk to that leader and find out what's going on with your child 
and have conversations with them about all of these things so that you can pour those values into them. I, I love what you're saying. Continue on, brother. No worries. Yeah, so that's, that's um, that, that, I suppose that's my, my, my big point is that the role of the dads changed again. And dads, a lot more is expected of dads today in 2020, 2021. And um, a lot of the people giving advice out there are exceptionally well-meaning, um, but they're also come from like my master's in social work background. It's all very fluffy theoretical words. And actually, if I know one thing about guys is that guys like getting their hands dirty and doing practical stuff. They actually want to do something. And, yeah. and, and I think that dads almost overcomplicate it. You know, on um, Saturday morning, I said to my daughter, what do you want to do this morning? She said, she said, I want a bacon sandwich. I'm like, great. So he went and lit the barbecue in the back garden. Um, and we made bacon sandwiches together on the barbecue. And it, we, we did it with wood, not with gas. So it took even longer. And an hour and a half later, we sat by the barbecue and had bacon sandwiches together. And, and being present in a kid's life as a dad, that's literally all it is. That's it's not nothing more complicated Man, than that. That was that was a very simple example, but that hour and a half time that you're spending with your daughter, that you're speaking into her life. You know, before we started our interview today, you you said that it, it's very important that the role that the dad has in a daughter's life. So how can you take an opportunity like this, speaking into your daughter's life and prepare her for the future? Exactly. I mean, because as I look around the world and I, I'm no rocket scientist or genius, by the way, I, but I, I look at the world and I see that most girls marry somebody who's a variant of her dad. And you know, and then I meet guys who are like, I never want my daughter to marry a guy like me. And I'm like, do you know who she's going to marry? She's going to marry a guy just like you. And so that comes things to, and this was a conscious thought process I had as I found out I was becoming a dad for the first time. It's about staying faithful to my wife and honoring my wife. Yes. Because if I do that, my daughter will choose a husband who does the same for her. Um, it's about... It's about being a male role model who can actually care and have a conversation with her and engage with her on her terms as well as my terms. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's, but it's also the case for sons. You know, your, your sons will grow up to be a version of their father. And, and, and are you really happy with who you are as a parent or as a dad? Um, because are you happy that your kids grow up to be 90% plus like you? Um, and, and if you're wow, not, what a question, what a, what a question for parents You say, Hey, are you ready for your son to be 90% like you? <laughs> Is that something that you want for your child? Because if it's not, then you need to make some changes to how you interact with your child so that he gets the 90% that you want him to have. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was talking to a client today and um, he, he's on the bridge of leaving his career and setting up a business. And I said, what do you want your kids to do when they're older? And he said, oh, Rob, I want them to be entrepreneurs. I don't want them to go through the pain of the corporate world. 
I was like, well, the only way there'll be entrepreneurs is if you put a good business plan together, put some funds together, quit your job and set your business up because then they can follow what dad's doing. They can follow the role model. Um, and if, if they don't, well, if you don't rather, well, then it becomes like a coin toss. You, you flip the quarter up in the air and you hope for the best. And Stan, I don't know about you, but I don't like parenting by luck. I don't like my kid's future to be down to 100% luck. I'd like to have some design in it. I love it. I love it. No, you absolutely don't want that. You don't want to parent by luck. You don't want to parent by accident. You need to intentionally parent your child. I love it. Go ahead. Yeah. So that, that for me, when I became a dad, that was the... Um, that was my biggest thoughts. Like if, if, if Caitlin, my little girl, and I've, I've now got a four month old baby who's just vomited over me before this interview, by the way, that was, <laughs> that's um, part of being but, a dad. It happens. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But it, it was, it was what is core to me? What are mine and my wife's values? Um, can we clearly articulate those, write them down? And we did. Um, and then, how are we going to ensure that that that, that Caitlin grow, and Luke, when he's a little bit bigger than four months, grows up into that? And you know, it gave me a kick in the pants to go and sort my business out to be more than just me and two pit two employees and turn it into me and twenty employees, um, and do it without sacrificing um, all that time with the kids as well. Because obviously, if you want to scale a business, then you can wrap yourself up at work sixteen hours a day. So. I've made conscious things like our offices are on our property. So I'm at home. Um, I pick my daughter up from school every day um, because I, I get to hang out in the car with her and we get to have a chat and then we have a, a juice and a playtime together. And then I go back to work. And, and it's just about, um, it's about having a, a conscious appreciation of who you are as a human being, the impact you have on your kids. And if you're not happy with that, get brave make the changes and let's be honest about it stan everybody in the world knows the changes they need to make um it's it's simply motivation and bravery are the two things that are preventing them maybe some fear from actually taking that action getting out of your comfort zone rob is getting out of your comfort zone and i love how you're being intentional it, it, you you're you're not only just being intentional, but you're being purposely intentional on how you interact with your with your children. You're thinking about it ahead of time, and you're engaging them on a daily basis. And that's something we dads have to do. We have to make that time to engage with our kids. That was a great interview. That concludes the first of a three-part episode of my interview with Rob Yates. Make sure that you're back for episode two. Hey, please check out the podcast description. In the podcast description, you'll find a link to Rob's Dad's Adventure Pack, which has a lot of fun activities that you dads can do right now with your kids. Always to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.